Hello, bonjour, Srasvitsya, and Happy New Year's. Welcome back to episode two of Jackie Just Chatters. There were some cynics out there who didn't think I'd make it to a second episode, and I'm glad to prove them wrong. Seriously, though, I, I think the cynics were probably just me. I want to thank all those who are joining me on this audio journey. I am so happy to have you with me. Okay, right off the bat, I gotta have a little laugh at myself. After uh, re-listening to the first episode, I find myself groaning about my use of the term blog instead of podcast. I did this, I think, three times. With each one, I sort of felt like hitting my head on the wall. Perhaps you know what I mean. I'm going to blame this on middle-aged brain. You get a word stuck in your head there, and even if it's wrong, it's hard to get it out. If you are a female and you're in the mid-30s and under set, well, ladies, uh, this is a glimpse of what's going to happen to you. I find it best just to, to laugh about it. I'm going to find me making so many mistakes as I go along this process. That is okay. It is important to learn from our non-successes and not to let them strangle us so that we are too scared to ever take risks. I suffer from perfectionism. Some of you may know about this. This is a real issue and I really have this. Uh, So many times I wouldn't do something because I didn't want to fail or look like a fool, which simply that is foolish. Failing is part of the journey. It's all okay. As a former teacher, this is something I know better than most people. However, I do struggle with this. And I'm I'm trying to talk to myself better. I'm trying to talk to myself as I would a friend a lot more. Instead of that judgy, mean inner voice that many of us battle. She isn't nice and she lies to us. It's it's not a good idea to listen to her too much. That's that's my little mental PSA for the day. I've heard from a few of you sharing how much you'd like to make your own podcast, but are worried about how hard it might be to start one, uh, that it's got to be so difficult. Full disclosure, folks. I went from thinking about doing a podcast to uploading my first one in roughly about 24 hours. No, seriously, that fast. I never thought about doing it before. And when I did, bam, I I just did it. It was not that hard. I actually think it kind of should have been a little bit harder than it was to do. I mean, any schmuck could do this. Now, I did have some insight into audio editing with the software Audacity which I found wasn't that hard to use. Uh, there are other software out there. I, I just, I know Audacity a little bit, so that's what I used. I found a great YouTube clip on how to edit multiple files of audio and off I went. I just started recording with a very crap microphone, which was not hard to tell. 
I am now trying a fancy new, more professional microphone. We will see if it's worth the money. Fingers crossed. Hopefully you can hear me a lot better and it comes across a little more crisp. I am using buzzsprout.com to house my podcast. Uh, They are not getting any money from me saying this name. There is no sponsors or anything like that. Um, I'm just telling you how things are and and what products I'm using. Um, What I liked about Buzzsprout is they will give you two hours of uploaded material for free and keep it online for 90 days. After that, they take it down. So it's kind of like a trial period, really. And if I like this site, I can pay $12 a month for three hours of content that they charge you by hours of content, not by size, which is way more than I'm going to need the three hours. And I, so far, I'm, I'm really happy with them. What really helped me was a post from this website, Riverside. They had a beginner's manual. They also had lots of other files about um, other details of things that you you needed. Uh, It went through so many details, this beginner's manual. There was stuff I had thought of and plenty of things I had not. I will share the link in the description of this episode so that if you want to see it, you can go look at it. It was super helpful. And right now I'm just, I'm savoring kind of the mindfulness of this podcasting experience. I'm coming up with ideas and just going with them. Maybe they will work and people will like and listen to this. Perhaps they won't. But really, I find creating this is really making me happy and fulfilled. And right now, that's that's enough. I want to take a stab at what I plan on becoming a regular feature on the podcast. See, I can use the right word. I'm going to share interesting bits of news that I have come across that are uplifting or comical or really just intrigue me. Without further ado, now in other news, I discovered a story brought to us by 95.7 FM in Bangor, Maine. It seems out in the nearby town of Ellsworth, a gentleman named Brian Langley who owns the Union River Lobster Pot restaurant, noticed a very bizarre gift had been delivered to his driveway while he was away working for the day. According to Langley, he said, it's like five o'clock and I'm walking from here to my house to kind of go home for supper. And I say, what's that? I see the little white roof. It's pitch dark and I go over and it's a porta potty what the heck? And I open it up and I look around. There's no letters or anything on it. I never saw it delivered. It just kind of showed up across the street from the restaurant. So Langley is investigating. He cannot figure out why this Porta John is there or who dropped it off or who it belongs to. Nobody comes to claim it. He, he's calling, he's asking around, he can't find out any information. So, you know, he does what a lot of us do. He goes to Facebook and he makes a post about it. The post reads, 
Reward for information that helps me find who put a porta potty in my driveway yesterday. I wonder if someone else was expecting a delivery yesterday. Reward is a porta potty. The comments on this thing have been hysterical. I mean, these things are just, just classic. One person wrote, crappy gift. Somebody else wrote, hope you get to the bottom of it. And then somebody else suggested, urine business now. So the last I saw with this potty mystery, it still hasn't been solved. He's, he's got this Porta John in his driveway, and he does not know how or why it's there. But I'll tell you, it is bringing a smile to my face. I mean, this is just what, this is, this is just a bizarre thing to happen. Is it the TARDIS in disguise? Is this a twist on the old flaming bag of dog doo-doo practical joke? You know, is this like something like, you know, I want to drive my friend Brian crazy. And I'm just going to drop off this porta john and watch him go nuts and chase his tail as he tries to figure out why it's there. I mean, that, that would be pretty unusual practical joke. Who knows? I hope we find out. I hope he discovers what's the purpose of this porta john. If I find out any further details, I will be sure to update you, dear listeners. Uh, I will also include the link to the story if you want to read all of the details. Um, I'll put that in uh, the description. Maybe Brian could throw some lights on that baby and turn it into some holiday decoration, Santa's special workshop or, or something. Maybe he's more creative than I am. Oh, oh the transition music heralds in today's topic. Wait, what? The theme of the holidays is still going, you ask? Of course, the holiday season isn't over yet. I've still got some holiday thoughts to share, but this time I'm going to focus in on holiday decorations. Can I really spend a whole main topic segment talking about decorations? I don't know about other folks, but this lady sure can. I want to address my current obsession. I can't get enough of plastic holiday decorations. You know, the kind from our childhood, those Santas and the snowmen, those thick plastic. Oh, those are the best. And they got to have a light inside, of course. Now, full disclosure, I, I don't own many myself. Um, I have one snowman. That, that's what I got. But I feel that this is the start of a collection. I really admire those who decorate with them, especially as I have my one snowman, because you realize something when you have even one of them. You got to commit to these. You got to find room for them. I mean, these things cannot fold down. They they take up the space they take up. And and they are they can be roomy. I have a neighbor and the front of their house and their porch is dotted with like a dozen of these plastic statues. Uh, I'll share a photo of these lovely, lovely plastic beauties over on my Facebook page. I'll include a link in the description. I love this house every year. They, they do this up. They get an A, in my opinion, in holiday direc- decoration. Did she just say A? Oh, yes. As a former educator, 
This has bubbled over into some strange parts of my life. Every year, my husband and I go driving around the neighborhood in December and uh, we grade our neighbor's decorations. I adore this tradition. I mean, I so look forward to this car ride every year. You have no idea how giddy I can get about it. We try to wait until after a snowfall has happened. All holiday decorations look better just after there's been some freshly fallen snow. It has a a magical quality. This year, we really lucked out. We got some snow the Saturday before Christmas. And that night, Kevin and I made our annual pilgrimage out into the streets. However, if I'm being honest, like 40% of the joy comes from the grading system we've developed over the years. We kind of started the comments as a joke one year, and then it's just built on itself year after year. And, and now it's, it's just a standard part of the trip. If, if the house has like a strand of, of big lights on the house, um, or there's a Christmas tree in the window, all right, you tried, you did something, you pass. You get a passing grade. Now, you want an A? Oh, this requires like a theme or a cohesive look. You're going to have to go big. I, I want some wow factor. I need to be impressed. Now, if you have some lights strung up, uh, but you're using like three different kinds of lights, a wreath, maybe you got one of those reindeer things that are lit up or uh, one of those inflatables, or maybe you got candles in the window, something like that. You know, you got, you got some lights and some different things. Okay. That's going to get you in the B range. Uh, to be fair, uh, there's a good amount of just what we like and tickles our fancy when it comes to grading. I love swags of garland, red ribbon, seriously, a Christmas tree in the window. It just speaks to the romantic nature of my soul. I just, oh, I love it. So these items are going to push that grade higher and higher. And and we love multicolored lights. Just like we're kids. We are just little kids. We want those multicolored lights. So it's on our own tree. And that, and those homes always seem to get a higher grade. It's not fair, but you know, nor is life. Now, if you are one of those houses that just has that that laser light show image dancing on the house, like blinding people, to me, that's like plagiarizing. That is an automatic fail. Um, now, if you've got decorations and the laser light show, it's it's you're probably going to lose some points. I'm just, I, I'm not a fan of the laser shows. Just not. Personal taste. It's not my thing. There is one house that every year they um, they decorate with these like deep red lights on their porch. And, you know, they just I don't know that they really realize kind of the red glow that they're creating because they do it every year. I call this house Santa's Bordello. I'm sorry. It just looked like Santa's hit the red light district in Amsterdam, if you know what I mean. And it's right. I always laugh. I love going by this house. Like they get some kind of honorable mention. I don't know. Um, speaking of honorable mentions, <laughs> there is another house. And um, wow, they have a lot of stuff going on. 
Um, there's clearly not a plan happening. They're just like, oh, I like this. They bought it. They like that decoration. They grabbed it. Um, they have this gigantic arch. Uh, but it, it's it's pretty cool looking at the same time. They get an honorable mention for enthusiasm. These people love Christmas. Like your eye is just drawn to to their display. Now, there are two homes that are on the same street of each other. In fact, they're, they're only a few houses apart. They both get A's every year. Uh, they go the extra mile. They both put decorations even on the rooftops. I mean, that shows serious dedication to this craft. That impresses me to no end. I mean, just that is, that is wow. One of the houses has the best collection of characters from Rudolph. The Bumble is my favorite. I will try to post some pictures of that as well. And uh, if you guys have any amazing displays in your neighborhood, oh, please, please post those pictures on my Facebook page. I would love to see them. I love a good Christmas decoration display. There is another neighbor's house. That, oh, my gosh. They go out. They, they have, like, wood cutouts, and they... They light them up. And my favorite is this one of a snowman who is roasting and toasting his, his little behinds on a little fire. Oh my gosh, it's, it's fantastic. They're also ace. They're, they're one of my favorites for my husband and I. Of course, none of our neighbors know about our grading system, which is, you know, probably good. I don't know if they would ever talk to us again if they did. I, I admit, it's kind of judgy. It, it is. I know. But it's so much fun. It really makes that drive looking at decorations just so much more enjoyable. Okay, you're probably wondering how do we rank on this grading system? Now that we're grading everyone else, like what is our own home like? I would say most years we fall into the B, maybe B plus category. We are not in a house. No. We are, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say, oh, I get an A. I don't. I don't think we have that wow factor. Not yet. Though this year, <laughs> we are the captains of the failing squad. That, um, yeah, we're the heads of the, of the fail team. That uh, thanks to my bum ankle, we did not get any decorations out on the outside of the house. We got decorations inside where I am, where that's the most important. This is the first year in history I've I've not got decorations outside my house. Uh, I think it'll just make me try harder next year. I really do. Well, I hope you've enjoyed our time together. I know I have. Take care and I will see you next year. <laughs>